0: See if it's actually streaming now. Says on my streaming software that I'm streaming. But Rumble doesn't. <clears throat> huh. Let me see. yes we're streaming hopefully you can hear me somebody can let me know in the chat that'd be awesome (laughs) i had some trouble streaming this morning um let's see i had some trouble streaming this morning i tried to get fancy and i'm not that techie so uh yeah (laughs) i tried setting it up for exactly nine o'clock and using the timer and then the stream just uh, didn't happen, it, it just wouldn't work. And I tried to set up a new stream and it said, you already have a stream going. And I'm like, well, it's not working. So I had to start a new stream. But good morning to you guys and good afternoon or good evening, wherever you're at in the world. I hope you had a blessed, amazing week. Um, yeah, just a little bit about what I'm getting into today. It's nice and sunny, praise God. And uh, I'm going to get out there with my brother today and chop up some, buck up some logs that I've had delivered to my house for firewood. And they're huge, massive dug firs, like that big around, really big. Anyhow, so we're going to get out there and do that today. He's with his son now on Saturday mornings doing basketball practice. Yeah. So I hope you guys are blessed. Um, welcome in. Sorry about the technical difficulties. <laughs> if anybody, hopefully nobody's other on the other stream still. But anyhow, and hopefully you can hear me because I'm trying to do it without headphones and mic today. Uh, if you can in the chat, if anybody can hear me, just let me know if you can hear me. Because I'm technologically challenged. <laughs> so if you could do that, that'd be great. But yeah, I just... Uh, I just felt led by the Holy Spirit to share something today um, with you guys. We're going to be in Matthew chapter four. Um, And it's been a reality that I've, I've uh, lived for quite some time. Um, Anyhow, it's just about, you know, people asking, you know, who your God is or are you religious? And I always say, no, I'm not religious, but I believe in Jesus and I believe in his word and they kind of look at me funny and it's like because religion he didn't come to bring religion he came to bring the kingdom of heaven and when the disciples understood who messiah was and that he was to bring peace and rule and reign on the earth from jerusalem they asked him you know lord when are these things going to be when are you going to bring peace he's like i did not come to bring peace but a sword <laughs> And uh, he talks about how the kingdom of of heaven suffers violence and the violent taken by force. And that's where we still are now, except for we have the power that he has given us to rule and reign in earth out of his authority until he comes to the ultimate culmination of renewing all things and making all things new and uh, judging evil and good. See, the white throne judgment is different than the judgment which the evil will partake in, the evil people of the earth, whether they be, you know, sons of Adam or whatever else. But the white throne judgment, it's actually a good thing for us. And it goes throughout the Bible telling us about the inheritance that we have and we share in Christ. And then also the inheritance that we're building up for him So crazy. I think about that and I'm like, wow, I get to give something back to God that he desires and wants from us. We have an inheritance in ourselves that we build for him. So that's amazing. But um, where was I going with that? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so I'll tell people, you know, I tell you I'm Christian so you know who my God is. You know, I'm a follower of Christ. And uh I'm a work in progress, so I don't don't always do a good job. I don't ever claim to be perfect because nobody is. Um, I'm just a man, I'm just a man who understands, though, more every day who my king is and whom I serve, and try to walk that out by faith on a daily, amen. Because his mercies are new every morning, and so. It's just about that thing about identity and I I blow people away because if you talk to me any amount of time and depending on the questions you ask, because I don't ever push it on anybody. But for instance, if you ask me if I'm religious, I tell you, and and I get the puppy dog look, and then they go on to um, ask other questions and I get more puppy dog looks because I'll tell them, you know, I tell you I'm Christian. So you know who, who I serve, who's my King, Jesus. And I tell them, uh, I'm not a Christian. And then they give me the puppy dog look again. And I'm like, yeah, Jesus never came to bring Christianity, bro. He didn't come to bring religion. He came to bring the kingdom of heaven that we might be sons and daughters of the living God. Just as he is. And reunite us to our Papa in heaven. To the creator. Who has no more wrath for us. In our sins and in our weakness, because of what Jesus did in the blood of the Lamb, Amen. But yeah, so we're over in uh, Matthew four. I hope you guys are blessed uh, wherever you're at, drinking your tea or your coffee. I got some coffee right now. But um, yeah, so we're gonna go. We're gonna go after that theme a little bit. I feel like Holy Spirit was highlighting that after last night. Somebody had brought it up. Uh, On the chat, if you're not a part of Empower, then you won't know what I'm talking about, but you will by the time, hopefully, at the end of this. So we're over in Matthew 4, and right before Matthew 4, uh, Matthew um, 3.17, it's where God affirmed Jesus as a son of God before everybody around when he was baptized. And so this is the thing, too that I noticed a lot. And I noticed definitely in my life, just going through it and backsliding and coming back to God. Um, Nobody tells you when you find Jesus, when you find the King and you're serving the King, like when you come to that knowledge of not religion, but a relationship for yourself, right? Nobody tells you, this is just the beginning. (laughs) The war is on. (laughs) You know what I mean? And so we have a perfect example of this uh, in Jesus's life, in our king's life. So he gets baptized by John. So this is actually in one verse ahead in 16, Matthew 3, 16. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went straight away out of the water. So he went all, all the way under and went out of the water. And lo, the heavens were opened unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. Verse 17, And lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And if you've been listening to me for any amount of time, you'll know over in Revelation 4.11, we exist, God created, and he created all things to please him. So God broke through the heavens in earth, shined a light on Yeshua and said, Hey, people, this is my beloved son. Beloved, oh, this is my son who I love so much. And he gives me great pleasure. I am well pleased. And whom I am well pleased gets this amazing encounter affirmation. Stamp. That's my boy. And I am well pleased in him and I love him. And then, right after all that, then in chapter uh, 4, verse 1, Jesus was led into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. But what a lot of people miss there, he was led of the Spirit. God led God the Son, God the Spirit led God the Son into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And a lot of times when we're going through those trying times, we're like, God, oh my God, why have you forsaken me? He's like, no, dude, I got a plan for you that's beyond your comprehension, beyond what you can see right now in front of you. I'm seeing the other side and what it's going to bring about in you. Amen. Building champions. Champions. Because we're royalty in Christ, we're his representatives, amen, ambassadors, and we're sons and daughters of the living God. So it's so amazing that the Holy Spirit led him into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And in verse two, and when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he afterward was hungry. That's a huge understatement, right? Gets led into the wilderness in the desert. Hasn't eaten nothing, uh, fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, and he was hungry. Like, that's an understatement. You know, I'd be starving. (laughs) But anyways, and so in verse 3, and when the tempter came to him, there's another reference of the devil, Satan, Lucifer, the tempter. The tempter came to him, and notice what he goes after right here. This is what what I'm trying to get. Uh, you encouraged with is he goes right after Yeshua's identity right after 40 days and 40 nights ago what God the father broke the heavens open to declare and affirm and stamp on his son he says if you are the son of God the devil knows it more than most children of God know it our identity And we get to go on this glorious journey of breaking off all the lies, all the shame, all the guilt, all the condemnation, all the lies that we're told throughout in this life, finding ourselves and knowing ourselves, who we truly are, uh, to our Father in Heaven, the Creator, as children of the Most High God, sons and daughters. That's your identity. You know, and we get caught up in this world amidst the lies. We get caught up in this world with so many different titles that go beyond just, you know, brother, sister, father, mother, uh, nephew, niece, uh, cousin, uncle, grandfather, grandmother. And beyond that, we have, you know, our passions, our desires that God created us to do and do well. And it brings us great joy. And it brings God joy because he made you. And uh, so, you know, you may be known as an artist, a really good artist, or you may be known as, um, you know, multiple things, whatever your passion is, right? And people know you by that, but they don't know you for your identity. Um, Don't get me mistaken, they may know you by your identity, but it's separate from who you are. You are a child of the Most High God. Amen. And so the devil knows this better than we know this. And if he can get you to step outside of your identity, you're already vulnerable. Because you're not taking up that place of your true identity that you are a child of God and you were created to please God. And so he comes to tempt. And the first thing he comes to tempt Yeshua, the Son of the Living God in, is if you are the son. And so let's go get back into it. If you are the son, command these stones to be made bread. Now this, just reading over this, it doesn't sound like a huge temptation, but I guarantee you, if any one of us didn't eat for 40 days and 40 nights, that would be a huge temptation. And you being the son of God and full power and authority, being able to do these things, and you could literally turn those stones into bread, that would be very tempting after 40 days and 40 nights of no food, would be to me. (laughs) But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. This is so cool because you have the word of God, the son of God, Yeshua, the word of God, literally quoting and showing us how to fight off the devil with the word of God. And what's it also called? The sword of the Lord, sharper than any two-edged sword, able to pierce bone, marrow, flesh, spirit, divide everything into asunder. So that's what Yeshua is doing here. He's the word of God using the word of God to fight off the tempter. Then the devil, so yeah, let's repeat that, what Yeshua said. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And that's so important. He used that, I think, specifically because of what just happened 40 days and 40 nights ago. And for us to realize that reality, how important it is, the affirmation of the Father and the affirmation of the truth of knowing who you are. Amen. Because before that, Father, 40 days and 40 nights ago, just broke open the heavens and told them, hey, told everybody who could hear, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Well, it's written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. How cool is that? Because your father is for you. He loves you and you are his child and he died for you. Amen. Whoa. So verse five, (laughs) then the devil took him up. Oh, let's see here. Oh, my Kathy. Kathy's not on. Sorry, guys let's see I'm gonna let Kathy know I had to start a new stream yes I had to start a new stream had some technical difficulties this morning refresh the page or go back to my channel and you'll be able to click on the live there sorry guys (laughs) Uh, could think these things are recorded so you can always go back and listen later but it's just so fascinating Then the devil, so verse five, then the devil takes him up into a holy city and sets him on a pinnacle of the temple, way up on top of the pinnacle of the temple. And this is all happening in the spiritual full body reality that we have right now access to through the Holy Spirit, not just to do crazy things, but to encounter God in these spiritual experiences. Amen. So the devil took him up on a holy city. Uh, And set him on a pinnacle of the temple, verse six, and said unto him again, if you are the son of God, cast yourself down for here. So he goes after his identity again, if you are the son. If you are the son, your father loves you. Why don't you use that pride (laughs) of knowing who you are and just throw yourself off of here? You'll be saved. And so notice the devil goes after his identity again, but then the devil changes tactics, knowing that he just used the word of God, which cuts through everything. Nothing can withstand it. So he tries to use the word of God back on the word of God. How crazy is this? So he says, if you are the son of God, cast yourself down for it is written. He shall give his angels charge concerning you. And then their hands, they shall bear you up, at least at any time you dash your foot against a stone. So we got the tempter using the word of God, just as Yeshua, the word of God, used it to uh, combat the tempter. And now the tempter is trying to use the word of God to tempt him even further. And he's going after his identity. Crucial point, crucial point. Because if we get out of our identity, like I said, you, you get out of your identity, you're already on the wrong path. You're not on the rock of Christ. Amen. So there's a huge wall of protection gone. So he says that. And then Jesus said, again, it is written using the word of God, the word of God, using the word of God to combat the tempter. Amen. Jesus said unto him, it is written again, you shall not tempt the Lord your God. Okay, so got past that tempting, and again, the devil, now the devil just bypasses everything uh, with his tactics of attacking his identity, and how he just got affirmed by the Father, breaking in through all creation, saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I'm well pleased. Again, the devil took him, this is verse 8, Again, the devil taken him into an exceeding high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and all the glory of them. This is throughout time. He showed him all the kingdoms of the world and all the glory of them and said unto Yeshua, all these things I will give you if you just fall down and worship me. And it's like, okay, I know why you're really here, Yeshua. Yeshua. You're here for the title deeds to earth. You're here for what I stole from Adam and Eve. So let me show you all the kingdoms of the earth and all the splendor and glory of them. I'll give it to you. You don't have to do whatever your father is telling you to do. I'll give it to you right now. (laughs) I'll give it to you right now. And Jesus said, Get thee hence. He said, get out of here, sucker, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. He said, if you just bow down and worship me. And that's what he wants, because he wants to be like God. He wants people to worship him. And Jesus just said, get out of here, sucker. It is written and use the word of God once again. The word of God using the word of God. To combat the tempter. Praise the Lord. Get thee behind me. Get out of here, Satan. Well, get thee hence. That means get the heck out of here. Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. Amen. So it's just, it's so amazing. And from that time, so this is jumping over to verse 17 where the next words of red are. Uh, In verse 17, we're in Matthew 4, guys, if you're just joining in. Um, Let me check on the chat here. Hopefully Kathy made it over. But yeah, so in 17, it says, From that time Jesus began to preach to them, saying, Repent, turn away from your wicked ways. John the Baptist already came, right? That he would prepare the way for yeshua. And he, Jesus said of him there was not a greater prophet born among woman than John the Baptist. And John's whole life he's so amazing. John's whole life was preparing the people his sheep his fold the way preparing the way for yeshua to come. And now that yeshua is here he's saying repent. Why for the kingdom of heaven is at hand, not that you would become a Christian, not that you would become a part of any religion or religious sect. Repent, because the kingdom of heaven is at hand, is here for you, and I'm about to make a way for you. Just as a type and picture of John making a way for the Lord, not that he needed to, but he loves that partnership with us. And oh oh man, it's just so, it's so amazing, so amazing. Repent, turn from, turn from your wicked ways for the kingdom of heaven is at hand and he's about to restore us to our creator so that we can hear that in our spirits, over our lives. So we can hear a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved daughter. This is my beloved son in whom I'm well-pleased. And beloved is not a light word, especially from your father, the creator of everything. This is my beloved daughter. This is my favorite one. This is my beloved son. This is my favorite one. In whom I find great pleasure. I made you and formed and fashioned you the way you are because you please my heart. And he created you for these times that we are in right now. And if you break off the lies and, and... the rejection, the shame, the guilt, the condemnation, all the things that the tempter brings to you, you break it off just as Yeshua showed us how he broke it off when he had fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. (laughs) Amen. He used the word of God, the word of God, using the word of God to rebuke the tempter and cause him to flee. And he tried every angle he could But the first and most important one to catch is that he went after his identity. And your identity, friends and brothers and sisters, is a child of the Most High King. And uh, getting that washed over you through his word and renewing your mind is the most important thing you can do. And the hour is late. The time is short. So I would encourage you to do the foolish things of this world and the wisdom of heaven. Get alone in your secret place and break your Bible out and talk to your king. Talk to Jesus and then talk to your father's heart. Amen. And get in touch with that reality. It's more real than anything. It's more real than anything here. Amen. And so if you haven't listened in, Revelation 4.11, we can go there real quick. Because did you hear what the father said, friends? He said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. I love him more than anyone loves him, and I'm pleased with him. Amen. And that's what the Father's saying to you, sons and daughters of the living God. That's what he's saying to you right now. You just got to break off the lies of the enemy enough to see it and to hear it and to feel it and to experience it through his word. Amen. And in his word, Revelation 4.11, it says, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things. And uh, for your pleasure, they are and were created. You were created for his pleasure. You were made the way you were made, not your sinful nature, your giftings, your good desires. You were made to please God. And in doing that, it pleases you because that's how he made you. Amen. And then real quick, I'll, I'll reiterate. Cause I know I'm just a man, a feeble man, and I forget things and I need to be reminded of them all the time. That's why I try to stay in my word, even if it's for five minutes a day, focusing on a verse, you know, and then, you know, it's good, it's good to go ahead and try to read your Bible in a year. You know, there's lots of plans where you can read that stuff, but what if we just, what if we just shut down business as usual and you talk to God from your heart, because that's what he wants to hear. He doesn't honor titles, names, fancy, whatever's. He honors your heart, a broken heart and a contrite spirit. And that means a broken spirit God will not despise. And those are the offerings that he's looking for, is us coming jacked up like we all are, coming before his throne of amazing glory and telling him our heart and allowing him in there and allowing him to heal our broken life. Amen. And so over in Hebrews, I think it's 11. 11 verse 5. So yeah, um, what if we didn't read the Bible in a year? That was what I was going after. What if you sat down in the morning, took 15 minutes, cried out to your Papa in heaven, so you open up that reality and let him in your heart, and then you just focus on one verse and repeat it. Repeat it in your mind. Wash your mind with that truth wash your mind with that reality until it starts to become alive on the inside of you. And you feel God's heart for you in that verse. And then you continue to invest in that. And then it comes out of your mouth and it has power friends. It has power and demons recognize it. They run and flee. Amen. That's what, that's what I want to go after. Amen. And so over here in Hebrews, we're just reiterating the fact that you please God. Hebrews 11, verse 5, it talks about Enoch, you know, the guy way back in Genesis, the seventh, I think he's the seventh son of Adam. He's the son of, uh, he's the son of Adam. Anyway, so (laughs) Enoch, the one who wrote the book of Enoch, who related with the watchers, who uh, was like an intercessor for the watchers, a go-between before between the father God and the watchers, the fallen angels. Uh, If you haven't read the book of Enoch, check it out. It's amazing. But anyhow, Enoch didn't die. God just took him home. And he had an understanding of, hey, my great-great-grandfather, Adam, used to walk with the father, with the creator, in the cool of the day in the garden. He's like, I want to do that. So he just started walking and talking to God. And it pleased God because he figured it out and he knew his identity and he wanted to be connected to his father. And so it said, I believe in Genesis. Should we go there? Yeah, let's go there. Let's do it. Genesis, uh, I think it's in five. Yeah. Genesis five, verse 22. Uh, well, we'll go to 21. <clears throat> and Enoch lived sixty and five years, and begot Methuselah. Verse twenty-two. And Enoch walked with God after he begot Methuselah, three hundred years, and he begot and he begot sons and daughters. And all the days of Enoch were three hundred and sixty-five years. How many years are? How many days are in a year? Three hundred sixty-five. Three hundred sixty-five <laughs> years. And verse 24, and Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. And then it goes on to talk about Methuselah. It's like, wait, what? What just happened? Enoch walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. Whoa. What did this guy know? What did he know? Flip on back over. Uh, Hebrews 11, 5. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death. He didn't see death. And was not found because God had translated him. <laughs> For his, Before his translation, this is what he knew, guys. But this, before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. He pleased God. So much so, and walked in his identity so much so, before Yeshua, that God took him home. God said, you please me so much, I'm just taking you home. You don't have to see death, my son. How crazy is that? And then we have the qualifier verse in verse 6. We're in uh, Hebrews 11, verse 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. To please him. For he that come to God must believe that he is in the first place. And that, another another qualifier, so you have to, with faith, it's impossible to please him without faith. You will not fulfill your destiny in your life without faith and connecting with the reality that you want to please God. Because in doing the things that you love to do, God put that in you for a reason. And it pleases God if you let him in to your life and into your thought process and into your spirit and heart. Amen. And uh, so the second qualifier, that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I'm willing to bet that Enoch diligently sought him when he was walking in the garden with God, when he was walking with God. Cause he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Amen. So I want to encourage you with that today, my brothers and sisters and bless you. Hopefully it encourages you to go hard after God, no matter what the circumstances, no matter how many times you've jacked up or failed. Amen. I backslidden plenty of times in my younger days and, um, He's so loving. His mercy really never fails and his love never fails. Amen. I've been the, what's, there's a great song by Jason Upton. Um, I built my house upon a stone, a stone so rarely built upon. I feel quite foolish and naive. I've been the blind man on the road. I've been the poor running back home. I've been the sinner and the saint, but the love of God has never changed. Amen. To the Lamb of God who knows me by name because I'm a son. You're a daughter. You're a son of the Most High living God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. That's all I can say, brothers and sisters. And I want to encourage you. And if I could um, pray for you, that'd be great. Um, If you have any prayer requests, uh, shoot me an email. There's always my website and my email is always on here. If you if you have prayer requests, just shoot me an email. Maybe we can even get on a Zoom and pray for you. Amen? Because I want to encourage you guys. This is what my ministry is about. My ministry, I'm a deliverance minister, yes, but then there goes another title. So if you go back and listen to what we talked about today, it's about staying rooted and grounded in your identity in Jesus Christ, who is the Son of the Most High God, making us sons and daughters of the Most High God. But my passion is to get people in touch with that reality and that they have direct access to God 24-7, and he'll only be found by those who diligently seek him and rewarded by those who diligently seek him. And it's now, it's here for us to have now, and you don't need a priest, you don't need anybody else except for your Bible, affirming the truth inside of you, connecting you to God by your spirit, for God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth, coming with your jacked up self, because we're all jacked up, amen, and anybody who tells you they're not, they're probably lying, Cause we're all jacked up. We've all missed the mark. Amen. Multiple times. I know I have (laughs) and his mercy is amazing. His loving kindness never fails. And he is just waiting for us. I say so many times, it's like, we have a red phone. Like the president has that red phone where he can drop bombs or do whatever they tell us. Who cares what they say? But, uh, You have a red phone to heaven. You have a direct access to the Father right now through Jesus Christ. And you can call him anytime. He never doesn't pick up and he never says he's too busy. He says the exact opposite. I've been waiting for you. Where have you been? How long were you going to try to carry this thing? Give it to me. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. And we're the ones who hang up. We're the ones who hang up. And uh, I don't, I, I want to try never to hang up. I want to have a continual conversation in my spirit, man, and in my mind with Holy Spirit who's in us. Amen. Jesus made a way for him to be in us. So, um, yeah, I don't ever want to hang up. Amen. I want to, uh, and I want other people to be encouraged to live that reality, to to break off the lies of religion, rejection, despair, all this crap and lies that we've been told all of our life and to begin to get in touch with the true reality of the mighty God we serve and how much he loves us and how much he's for us so nothing can be against us amen oh so I just love you guys man I just I just really want to encourage you with that reality and it encourages me amen It encourages me because we need these truths washed over us continually because we have lies coming at us nonstop throughout the day with inside our mind where the enemy tries to attack us and without. I mean, so that's why Jesus said the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. He won't violate your free will. So he's just waiting for us. Amen. So go hard after God today in Jesus mighty name. Heavenly Father, I just uh, bless every son and daughter of the Most High God that is going to be listening to this recording and that's live on this call right now. I ask that you loose mighty angels from heaven in Jesus' mighty name to create favor for them in every area of their life, in relationships, finances, and um, marriages, and sons and daughters relationships between fathers and mothers and grandparents, Father, I just ask that you bless us. Teach us your ways. Teach us your heart. Let us not lean on our own understanding, but let us lean on your Holy Spirit and ask questions with the expectation that you will answer in our spirit. Give us a sensitivity to the spiritual reality that Jesus died for us to have the power and authority of the father of all creation, that you love them and they are you, you are pleased by them and their giftings and their talents and let everything they do, everything they put their hand to be successful in gratitude and thanksgiving, that you delight in them. Let them live out that reality as they go throughout their day and throughout their week. And bless them, Father. Encourage and comfort them, Holy Spirit. For Yeshua, Jesus said, you are the comforter. Comfort your sons and daughters today. Strengthen us in our inner man to live out the reality of who we are. We are sons and daughters of the living God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your love and your mercy, for it never fails. It never fails us. In Jesus' mighty name. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise in our lives. So be it, Amen and Amen, Hallelujah. I encourage you with that, brothers and sisters. And whoo, yeah! If oh yeah, I always forget to do this. So if you if you wanna uh, follow the channel, that would be cool. Uh, like the video if you like it. Um, Yeah, and email me if you want uh, somebody to pray with you. Amen. If you want somebody, some counsel on your walk with God, um, or if you need deliverance or anything, you know, if you need any kind of help that you need in the Lord, I want to encourage you. I want to bless you. Um, I have a Zoom channel. So even if if we can go on Zoom and we could talk about it, you don't have to show your face or whatever, or we can just email. Amen. This is all, all this stuff behind me is all prayer requests and people that I'm praying for ministries I'm praying for and stuff. So uh, I'm going hard after God and taking up the foolishness of this world and the wisdom of heaven and going hard after it, man. And I encourage you to do the same and I'm not perfect. I jack it up. I mess up. I'm a man, but I'm going to continue to dust myself off, get back up and go hard in this reality. And I just encourage you to join me because we're better together and the devil knows that. And that's why he tries to keep us separated with all these lies and all these different religions and all these different truths that aren't truth because Jesus is the truth. Amen. So yeah, I just encourage you guys with that today. I hope you are mega blessed throughout your week. And uh, I know I'll see you next Saturday, but um maybe... I've got stuff going on with my website. I'm updating that and it's in the midst of uh, creating a membership there where we can create a little family, a little family circle of brothers and sisters and come together weekly and pray. I think I'm gonna make it like Saturday evening so more people can join, but yeah, um, and I'm gonna make it uh, I'm gonna make it cheap. I'm gonna make it like uh, seven bucks a month or something. And then you'll have act. We'll, we'll come together weekly to pray for one another. And the focus is just going to be you and God. Amen. And us encouraging one another. That's what I want our focus to be. And then maybe monthly we can do a mass deliverance and kind of uh, have a vote and see what people would want uh, mass deliverance on, whether it be generational curses, whether it be whatever. You know, we'll go hard after it. We'll see what God will do because I know He shows up. Amen whatever two or more are gathered in my name I am in their midst surely hallelujah so yeah just stay uh stay in tune and I'll keep you guys updated with what's going on with the website and God bless you Jesus loves you he's for you so no one can be against you amen bless you guys